Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, who will be your guide for this audio online retreat that's going to be focused upon continuing to help you become the saint God created you to be. This retreat, we're going to be reading from the spiritual classic, The Soul of the Apostolate by Dom Jean-Baptiste Chattard. And it's going to include a brief reflection and daily resolution. It's designed to help you incorporate and live out that wisdom in your daily life. So, join with me now as we take our next step in our pilgrimage towards holiness. Hello and welcome to Day 12. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that you open our hearts and minds as we pray this prayer from St. Augustine, our patron and intercessor. Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may all be holy. Act in me, O Holy Spirit, that my work too may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy. Amen. Excuse me. Still trying to get over that whatever it was that I had a couple of weeks ago and just once in a while. So without further ado, today we move into number two of the second section. Um, And today is about good works should be nothing but an overflow from the inner life. We begin. From Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. Be ye therefore perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. With all due proportion, the way that God acts ought to be the criterion and the rule, both of our interior and exterior life. However, as we already know, it is God's nature to give, and experience teaches us that here below he spreads his benefits in profusion over all creatures, and especially upon human beings. And so, for thousands and perhaps millions of centuries, the entire universe has been the object of this never-failing prodigality, which pours it out in in ceaseless gifts. And yet, God is nothing the poorer, and this inexhaustible munificence cannot, in any way whatever, diminish his infinite resources. To man, God does more than grant exterior gifts. He sends him also his word. But here again, in this act of supreme generosity, which is nothing else but the gift of himself, God abandons and can abandon none of the integrity of his nature. In giving us his son, he keeps him nevertheless ever in himself. Take, as an example, the all-highest father of all, sending us his word, and at the same time keeping him for himself. From St. Bernard. By the sacraments, and especially by the Eucharist, Jesus Christ comes down to enrich us with his grace. He pours it out upon us without measure, for he also is a limitless ocean whose fullness overflows upon us without ever being exhausted. It is of his fullness we have all received. And so we ought to be, in some manner, apostolic men who take upon ourselves the noble task of sanctifying others. Your word is your consideration. If it go forth from you, let it still remain. Yes, our word is the interior spirit formed by grace in our souls. Let this spirit then give life to all the manifestations of our zeal. But, though poured out unceasingly for the benefit of our neighbors, let it be renewed likewise without ceasing by the means which Jesus offers us for this purpose. 
Our interior life ought to be the stem filled with vigorous sap of which our works are the flowers. The soul of an apostle, it should be flooded first of all with light and inflamed with love, so that reflecting that light and that heat, it may enlighten and give warmth to other souls as well. That which they have heard, which they have seen with their eyes, which they have looked upon, and their hands have almost handled, this will they teach to men. Their lips will pour forth into souls the abundance of celestial joys, says St. Gregory. Now, therefore, we can deduce the following principle. The life of action ought to flow from the contemplative life to interpret and extend it outside oneself, though at the same time being detached from it as little as possible. The fathers and doctors of the church vie with one another in proclaiming this doctrine. Before allowing his tongue to speak, says St. Augustine, the apostle should lift up his thirsting soul to God in order to give forth what he has drunk in and pour forth that with which he is filled. Before giving, says the pseudodenis, one must first receive, and the higher angels only transmit to the lower the lights of which they have received the fullness. The Creator has established this universal order with respect to divine things. The one whose mission it is to distribute these things must first share them and fill himself abundantly with the graces that God wishes to give to souls through his intermediary. Then, and then only, will it be permitted him to share the, them with others. Is there anyone who does not know St. Bernard's saying to apostles, quote, If you are wise, you will be reservoirs and not channels. The channels let the water flow away and do not retain a drop. But the reservoir is first filled. And then, without emptying itself, pours out its overflow, which is ever renewed over the fields which it waters. How many there are devoted to works who are never anything but channels and retain nothing for themselves but remain dry while trying to pass on life-giving grace to souls. We have many channels in the church today, St. Bernard added sadly, but very few reservoirs. Every cause is superior to its effect, and therefore more perfection is needed to make others perfect than simply to perfect oneself. As a mother cannot suckle her child except in so far as she feeds herself, so confessors, spiritual directors, preachers, catechists, professors must first of all assimilate the substance with which they are later to feed the children of the church. Divine truth and love are the elements of this substance, but the interior life alone can transform divine truth and charity in us to a truly life-giving nourishment for others. Wow. <laughs> so that is, uh, you know, in everything that we've been reading so far, for me, this really highlights very clearly how it is that we need to be and what we need to be doing first. So like when um, he's talking about the soul of apostles should be first flooded with light and then inflamed with love, then we can enlighten and give warmth to other souls as well. So what is that light? And what is that being inflamed with love? Well, let's think about this. 
but I'm not going to have us you know, strain too hard. You probably are already there, which is flooded first of all with light. Who is light? God. God is light. And we need to be flooded with his light. How do we do that? Primarily in prayer and meditation. And then how are we inflamed with love? We receive his great sacrament of love, Holy Eucharist. And we are continuing to be inflamed with love when we go and receive the sacrament of confession because we are receiving that mercy. And when we receive mercy, then we want to share mercy as well, don't we? So yesterday, we did an exercise of where I had you list all the things that are keeping you from the interior life. Anything you know, you're worried about, the things that are tempting you, uh, the things that are occupying your time or dividing your time. And again, I stressed about we need awareness. Now we're going to strive for understanding. So you have an awareness now of those things that are keeping you from being filled with light and being inflamed with love. And the fact is, is that just as Dom Jean-Baptiste tells us, the life of action has got to flow from the contemplative life so that we can interpret and extend it, and then uh, we can extend it outside ourselves. So we're striving to become reservoirs. So we have to identify and understand why are we being channels and not reservoirs. Because the reality is, is that all those things that you listed that are keeping you from becoming that reservoir, from deepening your interior life, again, those worries, those temptations, those ways that you are pursuing things other than God, and it's not that other things are bad, but it's first things first. So we have to develop an understanding about why. Why are we pursuing these things? Why is it that we are trying to be channels and not reservoirs? What is it that is uh, keeping us from making that decision or from continuing to make decisions that are going to help us continue to grow in our relationship with God? So this is your resolution for today, is to take that list from yesterday and now to sit and to discern how are you feeding yourself? How are the things that are keeping you from the interior life? How are they feeding you? How are you receiving divine love and truth from those activities? If you are not, then try to understand why are you pursuing those things, but don't get distracted, don't go down the rabbit hole, rather, Look at those things with the clarity of, are these bringing me divine truth and love? Are these things nourishing me? Are they feeding me? So that then I can truly become life-giving nourishment for others. So that's where I'm going to leave you for today. Know of my continued prayers for each one of you, particularly as we continue to dive never more deeply into this beautiful work that we have been gifted with uh, from uh, Jean-Baptiste Chattard. And I really am praying that the Holy Spirit comes upon you 
and really enlightens you and gives you that clarity that you need so that you're able to see clearly how it is that you need to be filled with his light and inflamed with his love. God bless and see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you think of others who may benefit from listening, be sure to share the podcast with them. Until next time, know my prayers for you to be given whatever graces you may need to continue doing whatever it takes on the journey towards holiness. So together, we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless. Thank you.